Welcome everybody to the two man power trip, the black man start and the nerd lifestyle. I'm Nicholas, Mr. Go with the Flow. And I'm the man with the plan Maurice. And we're back with the Nerd by Nature podcast. What's up? What's up, man? What is up? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been a it's been a good week. That is good to hear. That is good to hear. Yeah. Okay, here's here's the going back in and out volume shit. Okay. <clears throat> People, we are experiencing some technical difficulties. Yeah, I don't even know if it's like the system gremlins or like the outside gremlins. I don't know. They're not shutting us down, but they're definitely fucking with us now. Oh, yeah, man. These aren't our normal gremlins. This is something else. Oh, yeah. These aren't our regular starting hours. So I guess they say because we do a late night, they're going to have a late late night function on us. Yeah, they say, F you guys. Yeah, pretty whatever, much. Whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, what the fuck? And, and, and here we go with the in and out. It's stuck. It goes from personal volume to out volume. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, we just got to make it work because yeah, uh, yeah. whatever this is, it, yeah. it's not us. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so how's your week going? It's going good. Any any work woes? Oh uh, man, listen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this one before. Go ahead. Yeah, you have the man, floor, sir. Oh right, man, listen. Right, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. This some bullshit. You go know ahead. what? Go off. So work has been annoying because nothing has been going the way it's supposed to go. As in, as in, people are supposed to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And people are not doing their part. Oh, no. And so then the users and the other people start complaining because things are not going how they're supposed to. Exactly. So then I have to go de- go back. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fix the shit and or do what the fuck you're supposed to do the first time. So you're doing even extra work, pretty much. You're trying to scrape all the, the mistakes from before, and then you're trying to start from scratch to fix whatever problem from before. Exactly. Mm. So it's been a lot of debt this week. Then it's been a lot of people who don't know how to stay in a lane. Oh, no. Oh, oh, people trying to, yeah, to, to yeah to, somebody's so, a habitual line stepper. All right, yeah, yeah, between that and just everything else is going on with all these projects, I'm tired of these people. Jeez, I, man, I, I know you said it was getting messy, but now, now this week, it sounds like it jumped up another octave. Yeah, man, it's been. It's been one. Damn, son. Damn. And that's just been kind of the wave of the whole week. Yep. Damn. Yesterday was probably the most annoying. Yeah, I noticed when I tried to talk to you and message you about shit, you was already definitely feeling it in the midst It was of just, work. I was in just so many meetings going back and forth and doing stuff. It really was just a pain. In the ass. Yeah, I get it. Shit. Yeah, birthday shower to like five, six o'clock. I'm just yep. like, he was dealing with stuff that I didn't know of the, the scope of how crazy it got. Yeah, man. It was, it was crazy. Damn, son. And you still got the half day tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow's still half day flex Fridays. And then how long till till that's it for the end of the year? Next week is my last week. Exactly. So there you go. This is rampant time to get at this bullshit. That's exactly the plan. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Make it to next week. That is the goal. Make it to next week. Yeah, moves on. And then you get to cruise back into the new year. Mm -hmm. Good shit. That is definitely it. Good, good. So what about you? How's your week been? Things been well. The week's been pretty good since we last spoke and then recorded for the podcast. What was it? What did I do for the weekend? Ah, okay. So we went on our karaoke adventure and gone out and, and yes, did we all did that stuff on Friday. That was a good event. That was really nice. Just having that time to go out and eat. We had our uh, sweet chick debacle, but I got my food and then you waited about an hour extra to get your food. You was already schmissed off the first. 
drink. Yeah, man. I mean, we can just wait in, wait in. We got Doug going Ray Putty, bringing out all the food Trash. except mine. And I'm dead looking at him with the eye. And he know what we're doing at this point. Like, yeah, where's Austin, my food, bro? We know after last week, Austin St. John was in the back grilling shit up. And he uh, heard that the podcast boys was in the building. And what had happened was, <laughs> and so they goes in the grill, hating, talking about he accidentally let my plate slip and I got to eat. But I don't know. This nigga, on the other hand, he was like, now nah, I heard all them jokes and one of y'all niggas got to pay. <laughs> so he wanted to hold down on that shit for the longest. Yo, facts. Son was real. It, we did get a second round of drinks out of it, but still. Right. That wasn't under his command. He heard that shit. He was like, what? <laughs> Don't let them niggas sip on nothing. So we got that. And then we went off to karaoke. And that shit was pretty lit, man. Right, two hours uh, uh just us blasting through all them stuffs on the chat. So that was a good time. Yeah, karaoke time flew by. Yeah, man. Karaoke is the easiest way to spend hours just flying on by and, and just attacking at your throat. <laughs> and just doing what you can and just enjoying yourself. That was bomb. And then Saturday, I went out with Lily. Took the pictures that I posted up on Wednesday. We went out to the Happy Go Lucky exhibit so I could take my birthday pictures. So I had my, my nice fancy coat and I had the Dio pants. And I was out there rocking shoes, taking all the nice photos. After that, we went to into that spot, Bubby's. And she showed me around to that place. But it was after brunch. So I only got to see the diner section. But that, y'all, the food over there, food over there built different. Them niggas cooking. Them niggas cooking, cooking in the bag. They don't got Austin St. John. Hey, they got, they got every major greatness of the Good Ranges series in the back. I don't know who the hell they got, but they got the nigga cooking, cooking. Everything wow. tastes different. And that's just gonna come together when I speak of what happened this week. But um, just going out with Lily and stuff like that to Bubbies and picking up some clothes and stuff like that. It was a good time. Adventures was popping. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, Sunday I was out with uh, with Chef Q. My son was chopping up the, the, the good steak. He made the chimichurri sauce. And he had nice. the chipotle mayo. And my son had it nice. He told me to come through. I came through. My son was chopping up meat. And then we was watching war games. In the midst of that, we got bored of war games. <laughs> so we went over to the side and we started eating that. He pulled out the, the Wagyu Japanese aged beef. And then he started cooking that up. After we finished the whole plate of steak, then he pulled that shit out like out of left field. And I was like, ah, goddamn. So he started cutting pieces <laughs> of that. That shit was delicious. But yeah, we, we uh, our usual shenanigans when we in the kitchen, my son making the meals. And then we got some jokes on deck. And then I let him see the stool. My son is a big fan of the stool now. <laughs> he was hating on the stool at the beginning when I pulled up. He was like, man, there's no way. After all them times he hits us with puns, I hit him with the puns throughout the stools. And man, <laughs> my son was big man. My son wasn't feeling nothing. Revenge. That's, how That's how I know he really wanted the stool. So, oh, so, so we took some videos. My homie was big mad over war games and, and grabbed the stool and all that shit. So that was a good time for Sunday. Monday uh, was just back and getting ready for Kenya to pull up. She done pulled up. We went out to the hotel. The hotel uh, out here in Long Island City is pretty nice, pretty set up. Uh, all, all nice when we came in. Pretty pretty good stuff overall. Um, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, we got to actually go out and find uh, the earlier spots. We went to Bubby's for brunch. My God, yo, son, now I get to say that these niggas still got somebody in the fucking back cooking, cooking. I never had eggs that soft, bro. 
You never had bacon that soft. Ah, oh, them niggas' pancakes was dumb good. All everything I had was slapped. Everything was worth every fucking penny. I don't know who they got in the back. I swear, I took one bite of the eggs and I really about to grab up the plate and run. Who made this shit? <laughs> who made this shit? I'm about to go in the back to find who the putty niggas you got in the back <laughs> working this army taste because this shit is mace. Nah, that shit was good. Uh, we hit up a dumpling spot after. We, we got mad dumplings. Dumplings was hitting. That shit was fire too. We came back and then the following day was me. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Wednesday, so December 8th. That's my birthday. So I woke up to Kenya. Kenya had outfitted the room. She's decorated it with lights and all this Christmas and birthday stuff all together. Appreciation to her. Um, she had it all set up real good. And then and then the homie, Lord69, Ryan, took me out to the AEW show. Homie fed me some Amish food and all this other random good shit. And then after that, we was on our nice. way. The UBS Arena is mad nice. I ain't gonna lie. That shit is nice. They got comfy seating. Uh, they got fucking flat screens everywhere. So if you try, if you miss any part of the show, you just probably was blind or, or not paying attention. Cause I don't know, bro. They got screens everywhere. You could get on the line, getting snacks. They got screens there. Got screens in the bathroom. They got screens everywhere, man. Sound like that was lit. Oh yeah, that was a good time. The, the, and that whole time I was in Bizarro Land with whatever the hell was going on in AEW and Long Island and shit. Like that was legit weird from the moment. Funny enough, by the time I left, I left buying a CM Punk shirt, even though them place was like ripping CM Punk from pillar to post. The last thing they did after they filmed Rampage and shit like that, MGF came out to like thank the crowd and be mad serious and stuff like that. And they was cursing out Chicago and everything. And it made me feel so funny. I had to hide my CM Punk shirt for two seconds. <laughs> They was going and roasted his shit. So that was good. Even, even now going into today, uh, me and me and Kenya just came back from, uh, we just went out to eat at a couple of places. I wanted to go to Folia to pick up some some honey pie pizza and shit like that. We had that. Then we went off to the Miracle on Ninth Street Bar, which they had the Christmas setting and everything. And we was drinking and now I'm back. <laughs> That's what's up. That's good. Cool. So, Glad yeah. you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the time is flying, man. It's already Friday. Yeah, it's already Friday. Yeah. Yep. Dan. Vacation be flying. But we I'm still in this hotel till about Saturday and then I'm still on vacation till about Wednesday. So Okay. Captain passed out. Yep. <laughs> she chilling. She little she she was like, nah man, I'm gonna rest. That's okay. I'm just gonna put my feet up. <laughs> it's all fine. And then <laughs> See over there just knocked. Oh, <laughs> man. Hey man, and they just that's my girl. She just gonna do it just like me. If, if I laid down, I would have been out. Well, that's great. That's good to hear. That's yep. good. I'm glad your your week is going so well. Oh yeah, and you already know we back in here linking all together on Sunday again. It's oh. going. It might be more people than I thought. Ah okay. Uh, I think uh, Tina is supposed to be bringing somebody, and then Mars is letting me know if he can get some of the old school. Remember when I was telling you the other day, it could be a possibility of a conversation of Savage Squad. It looks like it mm-hmm. might be more members showing up on Sunday. Oh, that's Possibly. good. Yeah, if, if that happens, then we might have more stories than I need be. <laughs> <laughs> I might get the recorder ready just in case. <laughs> we need oh, some extra content. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> I was just talking to, to one of the bros today and I was saying, yo, if, if somehow we got to merge it together, I told him, I, I mean, I got the podcast, so you, <laughs> you know you know, if y'all want to tell some stories. We've been the people of 101 stories for like the longest time so it's like if y'all want to spill it y'all y'all can find out about college mr go with the flow because mr go with the flow was mr something else there 
<laughs> bonus episodes. Yes, <sighs> yes, yes. Bonus content. Everybody loves the content and shit. So there you go. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah definitely. That sounds Sunday sounds like it's gonna be interesting. Oh, Sunday's gonna be good, fun, and and the setup and us getting all that food and shit like that. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, man. I can't wait. It'll be Facts. good. Facts. All right. So dip out to uh, a little bit of the pod shout outs real quick. Shout outs to Sleepy Love over there. Kenya. Black Ramen Podcast as always. Inside Founder of Knowledge. Big Respect. Job of Tears. Kazanta. Uh, Kazo. Your Sports Show. True Heel Heat. Two and a Half Bros. Grace Space. It's Relational. Uh, Keeping It 9000. Fat Man DKC. Savage Squad. Chef Q. Wajanay. Nate. Kareem. Josh, Ryan, Lord 69 and uh, Andre. Uh, you got any on the list? Yeah, same as always with co-workers, the homie spirit, uh, mm-hmm. the sister, for not harassing me about the tree. Oh, oh, t- t- tree <laughs> gate still happening? No, she put up the tree. Oh, she put up the tree? Oh, okay, so she did. Yeah. All right, well, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Tree gate looking out for next year. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, I got Dre, yay! She, she was like, man, fuck All that I do is pull out the decorations, so I was like, okay. As, there's your compromise. Yeah. Right, got this so, crazy stuff. She, she, <laughs> uh oh. No, she got the tree set up. She got this Santa thing that climbs up and down a ladder next to the <laughs> tree. Oh, that's cool. It plays music. Oh, you got to record that. I need to see that. Man, listen, listen. I got you. I don't trust that thing. I don't True. trust it. I don't trust it. I was telling her, I don't trust it. Okay, that shit climb on down and say, oh, who you don't trust? Right? Like, ho, ho, oh, no. Yeah, facts. And then you're going to see multiples of them niggas climbing up your window. <laughs> right? Like, ah, oh, shit. Not this nigga right here. I, I told him I got, like, I got my eye on you, homie. Facts. OD, OD right by the tree got a picture. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but no way. I'll send you a bit of it later. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. facts. <sighs> All right. So, dipping into our second segment, we doing off the cuff. I just wanted to say off the cuff is just going to be a slight thing about celebrations just in general. This this was just going to be a chat on celebrations. Okay. In general, celebrations. How do you celebrate? How do you like to celebrate? Do you enjoy celebrations of yourself or you like throwing uh, people's celebrations to uh, to enjoy their time more or like... I like the concept of celebrations. The concept of celebrations is always great. In terms mm-hmm. of I'm always down to celebrate with somebody. You know yeah. what's crazy? I really don't celebrate myself. Remember our conversation going all the way back to Amsterdam when you told me you really don't do much times like that when we went out for your birthday and, and we've really turned up for that shit. Yeah, it's rare that I go out and celebrate me. And I want to thank you for that again because that whole experience really changed my outlook on just celebrating me and just being out there and just having that experience with you. It truly was awesome. I mean, you deserve it. You're a person that deserves it. I believe so. I said I am going to go celebrate this year though. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, we gotta figure out what the hell we doing for your birthday. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be a conversation down the line for that. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand the concept of of uh, kind of passing the buck, but but, but yeah, you, you kind of need that person like beside you to tell you that you definitely deserve your, and, your spotlight and shit to be set up and stuff like that. I guess I appreciate as I don't do big celebrations for myself either. No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I would say the same thing, but when push comes to shove, I mean, I like the idea of merging my friend groups and stuff like together because that's exactly what happened for my 25th when I got everybody together for that big uh, random sushi dinner shit. They still owe you a happy birthday. I didn't forget. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, over there at the... Yeah. <laughs> I forget. 
Fuck them, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they still owe me a fucking cake. I didn't forget that either. Where we rolling up? Where we rolling back there? Where we rolling back there? We pass them all the time. So, yeah, we could roll up in the motherfuckers anytime. I paid them niggas an arm and a leg for, <laughs> for them niggas just to kick me out when we were still eating. <laughs> <laughs> I remember very well. Marcus remembers very well. Yes. Like, oh, shit. man. There's a bunch of assholes for that shit. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you also got to give time to try and see. Uh, maybe it's not really just celebrating yourself, but even just getting getting people together, even in a joyous situation under the banner that it's your birthday. Just use that kind of an excuse just to just bring on, you know, good times for for you and your folks and stuff like that. Just an excuse to build something around it. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Getting better yeah. at it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Takes time. It takes the people who's around you, the people who are you know excited and and want to be down for the shenanigans. So once you got folks like that, you you kind of plan for any kind of situations. Like if you got an excuse to just make the plans, you make the plans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So switching off uh, off the cuff section, we go into the small subsection news. Okay. Uh, reboot news. Oh, oh shit. All right. So we got things here and there that's happening currently as we make this conversation because i seen the new trailer did you see the new trailer for sonic yes i saw bits of it okay yeah so far the stuff look good it's on the same energy as sonic one Andrew's voice is pretty popping when it comes to, to knuckles it doesn't it doesn't like sound too much like Idris. it's like Idris did something with his voice here and made it differentiate so i'm already liking the flow off of that beside that we got the you brought the news to me that for in Cowboy Bebop, uh, the Netflix adaptation uh, got the big heave ho. Heave out of here. So does that? So what does that? Say sign to every other motherfucker out here still doing live action anime. They pulled, they pumped in so much shit into that. Only for it to flop, flop. It what? What has it been like? Under a month that it came out, yeah, flopping like this. Nah, boy. Nah, boy. Nah, boy. I'm, 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 I'm hoping CW gets the hint. Oh yeah, true that. True that. They're not getting the hint, but true that. <laughs> They're gonna try and then they'll fail. I've heard no news on that power. Puff D, and I'm hoping he's dead. And you know what's even worse about that news? Guess who's going to take charge on that next week? <laughs> Boy, what a time to find that shit out. <laughs> that was supposed to be this week. Oh, man. Yeesh. Oy. So that's the thing. Um, any more reboot news? Anything? I know. I know there was other stuff that happened, but it, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Did you see, Did you see anything on reboot news? No, I really haven't seen much on reboot news. All right, I'll bring more discussion probably this week as I, I round things off. I definitely did see some stuff here and there, and there's some there's game awards going on. There's other stuff that's being talked about, but I, I'm yeah. going. I'm blanking off drinks. I think everybody shot their load last week. So oh boy, <laughs> fucking reboot news, man. Please. Uh any 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 stock news come come around your way? Last week sucked. This yeah. week more the same. Yeah, boy. I don't know. A lot of people was talking about their cryptos. It was hurting. So I don't know. Maybe maybe all this talk of NFTs is starting to blow shit out of proportions. Yeah, though wasn't wasn't good this week. All that stuff wasn't good this week. Yeah, I, which is I mean, for it to be shit during the like the cakewalk of the holiday season coming up, it's kind of one of them iffy times. Yeah, man. Who tweeted it to fuck this whole shit up again? I I haven't heard anything from the Musk. Mm. 
think it's Spider Man. I'm blaming Spider Man and his NFTs. Yeah, true that. True that. The NFT debacle. Man, uh, next week's gonna be a bitch on whoever's doctrine spoilers. I'm wondering how long it's gonna take for the first nigga to be like, and uh, this nigga's in, and this nigga's in. Yeah, come probably like the early going niggas who go see it on like Tuesday or Wednesday or some shit like that. Them nigga, I I want to know how long till a nigga fall loose lips. Right. So I'm trying to go see it ASAP. Trying to go see it. Yeah, so they start blabbing. Yeah, so we gonna figure on that. Uh, but that's kind of it for the stock news. So we about to switch over. So it's time for the main event. All right, we going into our third segment of the night. Today we're doing something different. We're going into recapping our big epic weekend that happened not too long ago uh, for Anime NYC and all the shenanigans that come of that level. So we're just recapping those four days of just good times as we remember it, see fit. So let's dive into that. All right, so we're taking the ranks on that. I just wrote down like ideal bullet points of what happened between the days. So we want to take both stories of uh, each side before we, I guess, merge into each other's stories all right um are we starting from all the way from friday or yeah yeah, yeah. i got notes from going from friday into monday well like we mentioned the other episode with something my partner did not experience was line con 2021 yep and the snakes and the swirls so i partner he got there probably around what time did you get there around 10 o'clock all right so all right so my morning contest though because i was off that friday so i could so i had freelance to fix up whatever i needed my cosplay of the day was uh more uh uh, green ranger-esque like i had the chalk line and i had the green ranger dagger all mixing together and stuff like that my cosplay was minor i arrived there early uh i want to say the sh- the thing started opening up at what like 10 and they didn't have any events starting until like 12 to 2 so i got there around the nine ish almost 10 o'clock be- before they was opening up doors so i arrived early but nobody said anything about which line to be in or what where you needed to be I needed to collect a badge to get in and a wristband. So I didn't know which line to stay in, but I saw a whole bunch of people crowded around the area and nobody was talking. So I went into that first line and I started to see people there with badges and some people without stuff. So I didn't know where to exactly stand, but I saw that. I followed the line all the way up until they were letting people in. I got all the way close to the door and then they said, well, if you don't have your badge or your wristband, you got to go in the line behind him. And I thought it was a simple line behind the guy until I just kept seeing the line going and going and going and going and going and going and going. So I was like, fuck that, because I just came from a line. I saw a deviate, like right in the, the middle spot where cars was driving through. And I saw the line was cut off for a second. And I just deviated straight into that bitch. So I just waited a short while. And then once the line started to pack itself in, I got in, got my wristband, went up to the to the spot, scanned my QR code, and I got my thing, and I was all Gucci inside. Nice. So after you, I got there probably around 3 o'clock, so between when you got in there, situation just got progressively worse. Yep. So leading into uh, his situation was going on with LionCon. I met up with my homie, my homie Junie, and he was there with his crew of people that involved one guy who was dressed up as, it was a combination of all of Tommy's Ranger self, 
themselves and also like the evil Tommy. So his name was uh, AKA Oliver. Uh, he was mixed in with a whole bunch of, he had the, the cool cosplay out there. So, um, so I just kind of stayed with their crew after taking a couple of pictures for Junie just in general. And then I just followed around with them. People wanted to take pictures of us, of Ranger crew and stuff like that. The people that Junie was with was with a um, couple there with their three kids, which was really sweet. Uh, it's nice to see like families out there during anime and YC and seeing little kids get to enjoy and just you can still be there with your significant other and like and cosplay together and then make sure the kids are having a good time no matter what age because they were pushing them around in strollers. So I was dealing with a whole bunch of other shit uh, with them. But for the most part, I was staying with them up until I found out where Ranjay was stationed at. Then I went to Ranjay's uh, section and I was taking money for him. So uh, I got the day off from work only to kind of work again. So I was taking money for Ranjay. When, but that was, I guess, the fun fun section of taking money, just being the, the stone person while Ranji, you know, keeps the, the conversation going with everybody selling his stuff. And then I was just taking money and counting everything up to make sure homie wasn't getting gypped or nothing. So I was just a stone, give me the money uh, kind of person until eventually you came in. So let me hear your side of the line, Con, with that going on outside. Oh, so when I got there around 3, 4 o'clock, this mm-hmm. thing was a hot mess. Big time. Lines were snaking all over the place. There was nobody really outside directing. So I'm on one line. I see this line pointing to the wristband. So I went up. Then the line went back the other way. Then the line yeah. went from where I was on 34th Street around the corner all the way down 11th Avenue. So at this point, I'm all the way down down the block and around the corner from the entrance on 34th. And then down near the line breaks again. Still there's nobody out there. We were trying to figure out which line you need to go on for which. So finally, eventually somebody from the staff shows up and says, hey, if you need to get your wristband, you need to be on this line. Uh So I off the long, long line that I was on onto the other line. And that line moves slow as shit. Damn. So slow. And I remember during this whole debacle, I'm texting you and messaging you. And for a minute there, it was like a big silence for like a good hour. And I'm like, oh, you probably came in and started searching around for something. And then I just kept messaging you. And I was like, oh, are you inching closer to getting in? Like, what the hell's going on? And then I remember you messaging me. I'm still outside. I was like, I showed Roger when we was just chilling there. I showed him at the table. I'm like. Is this nigga still outside? What the fuck is going on? Yep, I'm still outside on this bullshit line. Jesus. And so, yeah, that line was just moving so slow. And by the time I got up to the window to see what was going on, I see why the line was moving so slow. Mm. Because they only had maybe one or two people checking the vaccination cards and stuff. And giving people the band. Stupid. Sounded like they worked it faster in the friggin' morning. Yeah, man. Like I said, it was a hot mess. Me and the people online, we was plotting. Because at first, we was like, listen, they gave us these wristbands. They better let us aside. Because they tell us we got to go back on this line. We scrapping. Oh, facts. I would have plot the whole situation, too. That would have been a whole riot. It's freezing cold out there. You got some people half-naked in cosplays and shit. Yeah, man. I'm like, listen, it's cold. We tired of being on this line, mm-hmm. ready to scrap. Like, don't don't mess with us. Fact, they enemy has a crazy out here don't, right now. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with us. I was like, so eventually we got in. Yeah. So and that's when, when I made, came looking for you. Yeah, when you made your arrival, I kind of uh, sneaked your way all the way to uh, Ranjay's spot where you basically came in and you was my relief of duty. So once I saw you, I was like, all right, son, you, you can you 
I'm off the clock. I clocked out. My homie came to pick me up. I'm on the DJ line. You ain't so, got no credit card machine here, huh? Facts. No. Nah. Well, I mean, he had the slider, so no slips. You sticking it, no tap, but uh, but he was he, he was goofy for the most part after I left. I, I tagged in. Uh, Ivan Ivan clocked in for me, so that was the swap up. In the midst of that, I, I found Katie. Katie came to, to take uh to take obligatory D one photos with me around that part, and then uh for the most part, what I was kind of drawing a blank for this, but like. After you picked me up, the hell were we doing for Friday? Just getting the lay of the land. We looked at some exhibits. We looked at we went to the exhibit hall, looked at some stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't was, go to any I, panels. I think, it was, I think it was, nah, nah. For the most part, we saved that off for like like Saturday, but yeah. Uh, but at this point, we, we were just getting the lay of the land, checking out what was what, plotting yeah. what we were gonna do for tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah, pretty pretty much. It was it was uh yeah, getting the lay of land, just chilling around. Yeah, I by the time I, I got I inside, it's probably after four. Yeah, so it was like close to running towards the end because yeah. Friday was the early time, which is a blow for a lot of people. Like I think um, other podcasts was talking about it, but just imagine if you came for Friday and only Friday. Yeah, so I heard the people that they that didn't get to do what they did for Friday. I heard they did give them refunds. If they asked you for better them. have gotten refunds because that's some bullshit. Yeah, if you had a Friday pass and you had a day Friday all, only, oh god, oh, I'd have been I'd have been big mad to deal with that yeah. shit, especially if you called off. For work for that big freaking man so i'm glad they did that yeah but yeah that was it for in regards to the con on friday yeah some 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 shenanigans that were involved was uh us meeting up with the with the homie with the uh with the cosplay video game uh backpack I started yes. playing. Hey, you told me to hit him with the combo yeah it's like yeah that was fun dude yeah. had a whole arcade on his back yeah i love i love creative cosplays like that just gotta have a whole arcade on your back and he was on the phone midway everybody was playing shit so we had yeah. that uh we saw a bike saw a mic so uh we had to link up with some of the pictures there um uh, i met up with some other green rangers and some uh, goblin slayer and stuff like that we met up with Junior again, took took some pictures and chatted about uh, getting things uh, updated on a, a collab down the line. Uh, we picked up some merch for day one. That's when we got the Avatar and the Korra pictures. Ah, yep. So uh, that was, in a nutshell, um, day one of Anime NYC because after we picked up most of the merch and stuff like that, uh, Ron J said he was outside and we met up with him and Ivan outside. Yep. So after we met up with Ron J, then our other adventure started to kick off where we tried to go find food. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> this was playing the game of eventually you're going to lead back to where the hell you wanted to in the beginning because throughout the whole week, we kept saying Panda Express would be really good right now. And I, being the fancy nigga, I tried to be. Wanted some different food for once, and man, we tried. We tried at least what, tried five, five, six different places that all was filled with weeb niggas. So with weeb niggas taking over, we couldn't find nothing. Everywhere, it, it started becoming a whole line because everywhere we just stopped with ease at, they'd be like, yeah, it's about an hour-long wait, and we was not trying to do all that while homie was hungry. Yeah, everywhere we went. Half an hour wait, hour wait. We went yeah. to Korean barbecue. Half an hour, an hour wait. Nope. We went to the spot over there by Legend. Hour wait. Yep, yep, yep. that uh, barbecue of chicken. Hour wait. The next chicken spot. Hour late. Uh, it just, it just kept getting worse and worse. We was running out of options. We saw Shake Shack under yonder. We was like, nope, nope, not us. Nope. Right, we was ready to do it. it was like, listen, it's right there. <laughs> 
is pulling, but I'm we we like no, and then, and then I Googled, he was dead set on getting something else. Yeah, I was. Then we Googled, and <laughs> I don't know what stickies my shit was was latched onto, but that was gonna have us walk a, a deep, long, long turn, and then we turned around and we saw yonder in the distance the stickies right there. <laughs> so it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that that was our last minute in the cut situation. So that sticky is towards the end of its time saved us pretty much. Yeah, like this is this is it because. <laughs> This is this definitely had to be it because we yep. was, was definitely you know, not doing shake shake. Right. I was like, okay, so we do it. Now in context, we just got to figure that the pandemic still fucked up everything. So it was a Friday night, and you think things would be open, but nope, nope, nope. They, they closed things early on Fridays now. Like, they ain't got this, no staff still. Shit, look dead <laughs> as fuck around. So yeah, I was finding that area was just lucky in general because at that point we was already missing out on Panda Express for sure. So that one had to take a big fat L. And we was in Stickies, and Sticky saved us. So we all found out we was definitely getting old that night because it was night one, and we was all tired, pretty much under under ten for the most part. Or we just started eating, and then by the time we all deviated, uh, we deviated and pretty much got ready for uh, day two. So that's that's kind of how day one went, uh, dealing with lines and kind of just the setup of of the weekend. Yeah, man. So we go into day two. To Saturday, which consists of Anime NYC and the after party. So let's start off. Um, so I got there early. So my situation was seeing the line mess. That, so over the following night, they emailed us out talking about they apologized for all the shit that went down because they weren't ready for the mass amount of people and the lines situation. Line, line con went off and they was taking extreme heat for it. So they were like, yo, let's settle it down. So her day two, they got this shit in gear and uh, got everybody together in a line. Now, I was there to see the first brunting of whatever system kind of line is. Now, we all had our slave bracelets and we didn't want to let go of them motherfuckers. So we had them on tight as fuck. And we was making sure that we wasn't going to lose that because we could not end back up at another fucking line that goes into that situation because we knew that was going to take us longer. So you thinking you had your badge and your uh, wristband all ready to go. You went into the line thinking you're all good until you see the line curves around 18 lines deep. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is this is wild. They don't they still don't got their shit together. And then it got worse from there. So for Saturday, I cosplayed. I had my uh, Nightwing all fixed up, which came with Eskrima Sticks. And boy, did that Eskrima Sticks come to use. Because when they opened up six doors and they tell everybody to rush, you think they'd open up the doors and people would file in like, like snakes and shit like that and then disperse when they come inside. Nope. They opened all six doors and they said everybody coming at the same time. And what would you imagine? People come down in like Russian fucking ocean water. And when I saw people coming in, I sat there and I was like, yo, this is going to be bad. This is going to be real. Did you do any flips? Did you, did you get some stick action in? Uh, my stick action was straight just blocking niggas. Just no, stay away from me. Just I already knew I was a short nigga in amongst a bunch of tall people just in general. So I'm not trying to get stomped. Like this is some Travis Scott concert or some shit. So I saw that shit flash before my eyes. And I was trying to block off everybody. So I was keeping people at bay with my sticks for the most part. So I don't get trampled. But I just said in my head, yo, somebody about to unearth a, a dead body here. Just had a normal, just somebody who's trying to calmly get here. 
get super trampled on weed niggas who's trying to get in. And this is all I have a YouTube picture of my compact friend trying to fight off this crowd. Yep, all swimming. <laughs> 18 lines, just all swimming in at the same time. After that, everything was pretty much calm because everything kind of dispersed from there. I need so, my partner I mean, to that's, go that's, full that's, on that's... Batman Rocksteady games. Let's oh, go. Facts. The flips. Oh, oh, God. God, flip, crack. You hear the... As niggas fall to the ground, it's, it's kind of that situation. But I mean, you once once that all dispersed and the line started disappearing, that's that's kind of when you showed up because at that point I was just staying by the door waiting for you to come in. Okay, that's what's up. And so like I said when I got there, it was a little better. Mm-hmm. So I was on the one line. They, what they did was they had one main line, and then they had the lines broke off to colors, probably like around four blocks down at thirty eighth. And so I got on the line. I mm-hmm. saw the mass chaos where you were initially, mm-hmm. but it had all cleared out by then. So Good. got to the breaking point, and I showed them my be- my shackle. Yes, your slave shackle. Mm-hmm. And I went on the red line, and I walked right on in. Yes, master said they call you over here. So we go, we go straight, and you and me link up, and we're all ready. I got, the, I got the helmet ready. And everything ready to go. So our first thing before we even start moving forward is we run into Fat Man DKC, aka Darnell. He was there with the homie, and they said it was time for an interview. And I mean, we gung hoing on this stuff. We we on uh, all types of platforms and different people's platforms all together. So we said it's it's interview time. So homie hit yeah. us with the interview. So I was yep. the first of the night. That's right. He's like, he said shot of boss. So when I saw, I was like, yo, Fat Man. Yep. There you go. So found him. Came over. And he gave us our first interview that already kept the, the the podcast and our group energy just kind of flowing for the day yeah so we had my partner here dressed up as nightwing i was i didn't turn during the whole leaf because i was tired of sasuke and his bullshit right. so i was sitting here whole kotsky row yeah so we got all our, our interviews in that styling if you see me in any of those interviews you see me keep on that helmet all the time and you see my my characterization fly out throughout that damn helmet that got full-on heel yeah just so yeah we got our first interview there with fat yeah. man yeah that was that was good i was gonna so he's homie still editing and working on that so we'll have that posted out eventually um after that we kind of just ran into the shops and stuff like that we ran uh upstairs to see if uh i would definitely go for it shout out to him because doing this audio takes a long time i know that video oh, yeah, no we not we Listen, if you if y'all collab with us and y'all working on y'all own stuff and and and, and putting the editing and work together, trust me, we, we don't rush nobody. We get it when we get it. And so when my coworker continues, I'm just getting my alcohol ready for when we get to the after party. Oh, facts. But yeah, so um, so we gone through uh that kind of setup and then. We went up to uh, shop a little bit more. We went up to the Wazakia booth to see if they had the goods with the 3D art. Uh, we picked up what we we could pick up and stuff like that. And then after that, we shift over to go check on Ranjay's Full of Successes, which started a funny story off of there. So I went there. Um, and we was all we was both waiting for things to clear out because only had a, a big ass line and stuff like that. People was crazy over him. So that's great. I pull up on him and he don't realize it's me. He sees my co-host in the back behind me, but I guess he doesn't see that we were there together. And I told him I had something something before cooking up, but I didn't tell him specifically what it was or gave him any hints. But at the same time, it was the same size, built, phone, (laughs) everything. But he saw me straight in the face and he was like, oh, wait, I, I, 
I, I know what you dressed as. Uh, in Rajay fashion, fashion, he's trying to go through his Rolodex of what's going on in his mind. And somebody says Nightwing, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then at that point, I'm trying to give him hints that it's me because I, I was, I told him I'm here to pick up my artwork that I left with you yesterday because he didn't give me the artwork that I that I had paid for prior. Like the last two years ago, he ain't give me the full, <laughs> the full show. This was this was in back payment, so I came to go pick it up. But he didn't realize it was me. So an awkward situation happened where I was standing there and I was like, "All right, I'm trying to collect my thing," and and he was like, oh, "Okay, that'll be twenty five." And I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Uh, I'm just here to collect my thing." And he was like, "Well, when'd you bought it?" And I was like. Two years ago. <laughs> so he was like, okay, I don't have my art on layaway. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand. He ain't understanding the context clues or nothing. But at the my- same time, I'm like, I don't, I, I really don't got time for this. I, I thought, I thought he was, I thought he was big timing me for a second there. So I thought I was getting played at the same time. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Here, I didn't give you no birthday gift. So I just let him charge the card. And that will that'll just come into a joke later on. But I he charged the card. He put the he put the artwork on. And then I swear to God, we said bye to him on top of that. I have flicks. Show me that we were there. <laughs> he swiped the card at least three times. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, <laughs> and he didn't see the name at all. <laughs> is going down i'm over here dying i was very confused i was just here to pick up my art <laughs> so so uh i had that sliding on through and then after that we we kind of just said i i swear i said we'd be back <laughs> and then we did dipped, and then we dipped from that point out so from that point out um after we left ron we went downstairs and that's when we decided to chill out for a second and have a whole host of people come and come and meet us because we was testing out Fancy new MVP stools. Yes, sir. We we sure went way. all the way downstairs. We picked a spot. Well, at, at first, what we went downstairs for is uh, the Demon Slayer panel. We was trying to see if we could get into that. We saw no line. We was like, ah, I saw I I said I saw no line, and I was like, yeah, right. All right, hose closed. You know, by the time by the time we went in there, it was exactly that. Niggas like, nope, nobody else going in there. We was like, oh, well, there you go. So we didn't we didn't decide to run all over the fucking place because we're not doing that. So we just posted up. We had the stools there and we was chilling. So when when that chilling happened, uh, a whole array of stuff started to happen. So the first things first that happened is we was trying to figure out what the hell we was trying to do for for uh for the rest of the day, and all of that shit flew out of the window when when friends started to come in. So I seen it from a deviated far. That uh, our friends at Keeping the Nine Thousand was coming straight towards us, so I was like, "Hey, there we go! I finally got to meet one member, and I got to see my friend Jay going all the way back to high school, and we was we was chilling and all that stuff." So we dabbed it up, and instantly we went right into interview mode. So we got interviewed by Keeping the Nine Thousand. They got the uh, hot take questions and stuff like that, and we had a nice old discussion. That now seems more relevant as ever now that what happened to Cowboy Bebop happened. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a nice interview. It was nice running into them. That's the first time I've met them, so they were yeah, cool people. Exactly. So you know, you know, you set the line up straight. You got us all meeting now, so it's a perfect time for us to figure a collab down the line for sure. And we got one more person on the LaShawn gotta go bandwagon. Yeah, facts, facts. I mean, on top on top of that, our conversation was so good. We was pulling 
outside forces and people who want to talk about black people just in anime and everything in general. So that's that was a cool conversation. We had we we pulled people straight into the the, the our convos and just everything all together. Yeah, we were vibing, having good conversations with people. And so far, Saturday was a good look. Good, yeah. The, for us to go into interview two and just having conversations, and then in the midst of in the midst of whether the ca- the um the recorder was on or off. We were just having this good conversation, just uh, speaking that anime goodness. And then in the midst of that, I had um, other homies come down. I had uh, my friend Rai uh, pull up, pull up. Uh, he had the the um the Red Hood cosplay and everything. He had that shit straight. So we did the Red Hood Nightwing picture that I was always looking forward to. Uh, we had Katie trying to go look for us for for a hot minute. He was just chilling. Uh, just had that. And then since we were down there. It was like once the Demon Slayer thing finished and everybody was done with our conversation, we just scooped over into that line. For we heard that uh, it was going to be Shashimu and and Chris about uh, having just uh, a conversation going down. So we just connected up. Uh, we just joined the line and we was chilling. And then that was the beginning of our flex mode because every time the line would stop and we saw everybody breaking their backs on the ground, we said we too bougie for that. So we pushed, we we pulled out the stools and we chilled. Facts and every time in that line, everybody was sick. Everybody either wanted one or they were super sick. It was fucking tight. Oh yeah, I know there was two two. There was niggas looking straight up. There was like, what is that? What is that? And where have you been all my life? Like, what is this contraption that you have that looks like you're comfortable? Listen, what is this? You ever want to look like an Olympic god? Just, just, just pull up to a place where niggas is breaking their back on the ground. They're like, "Yo, my pelvic bone," <laughs> and they look up into the sky and they, they just, they just, mm, they just. I, I remember them getting off the ground days. Yeah, uh, breaking Ugh. back. So we just, right. we was ready to go. Every stop it was good. Every, every need we shifted the, the the stool up forward, but we always mm-hmm. had it working. So if you tight, you tight. Be mad, be mad. I can send you the link and you Gucci. Boom. I've done, right. it, like, I've done it like eight times now. <laughs> like everybody in the stools, bro. So, so at that point, you finally got to the front of that line and inside before, the panel. Bef- before we even got into got all the way to the front, though, we were starting to we started to say to ourselves, we gotta see a couple of people before before this thing ends. We wanted to see Fantastic Frankie and we wanted to see Patty from Black Ramen and just Black Ramen mm-hmm. in general and stuff like that. So we decided to check on stuff and we was like Man, I wonder where Frankie at. <laughs> we was looking all around and we checked her IG page and we was like, okay, Frankie just got here. She 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 rolling up, she she rolling deep with her with her taxi and her Uber and all that other shit. She pulling up, she she sees some people from before, she walking around, she sees people in Noir Caesar and 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 Dr. Rowe, and she coming downstairs. And then we hear, overhear somebody chatting about who's gonna be the host of this panel, and then we hear it's Frankie, and we like Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, wow. That's an ironic turn to taste. <laughs> Frankie, a bit busy woman. She was doing it up on Saturday. I didn't know Frankie was, was getting this many big-time opportunities. That's why I was I was so proud of this uh, coming coming through with that. I, I didn't expect her to host such a such a big shit just out of out of at a random so that's that's i mean that's 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 what you like to see you never know where this uh this influencer game takes you and it's taking her yeah. to a lot of places and a lot of big opportunities to host the whole thing with dragon ball z nah you can't define a better term for fanboy fighter than she hosting the fucking dragon ball panel like that's crazy and Man. then she made it really black which i extremely appreciated that like that 
Oh man, she killed it. Yo, she, she did such an amazing job, but it pissed me off how white it was in that room. There was so much shit. Like we was trying to sing Stevie Wonder's "Happy Birthday," and some niggas did not know that. Come on, come on, come on. Even Sean Shamo was like, ah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard this version before. I'm like, big dog, <laughs> dog, Goku. Yeah, I mean, even by the time we got to that, it was st- we were so lit at that point because Frankie had did such a fantastic job. Frankie was killing it with mad stuff. She was, she was bringing up black like, Twitter and mad stuff like that. I, I know, I know the whitish or the or the non. The non-blackish uh, or the non-people of color anime fans was in there, OD salty, and I was just enjoying. It. I was smiling at every black moment in there. Who's black? Black, yep. black, 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 black. <laughs> I was like Frankie, Frankie, let's oh, facts, go. Facts. Every time any tr- anybody tried to be silent on anything she did, I said, mm-hmm, "Nope, nope, we ain't doing that." To sis. Big her up. Yep, big up so, to Frankie, because so. and that it was entertaining. She was oh, entertaining. Yeah. That's that whole. We did. We didn't even like go over like the thoughts on when it comes to like like super returning or or the superhero movie or nothing like that. It was like legit a conversation between just learning random facts about Sean Shimon and Chris Abbott just in general. And yeah, Sean and Chris were having so much fun. I, yeah, oh, it, it, it. Sean went off into a huge tangent. <laughs> this nigga, this, this guy scattered brain just like Goku. And you could tell they were just comfortable and relaxed. They were just enjoying themselves. Oh yeah, and she was talking about their backstage conversations and stuff like that. Like I think, I think uh, precedent to um, just things in general. I think they, they they enjoy the hell out of Frankie, which which is a big say. Like imagine your 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 icons that you grow up with listening to their voices and in, in anime and stuff like that they just respect you on stage and have that courtesy to just follow with your flow because she 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 took over that stage yeah she definitely did like i said they were just so comfortable so relaxed i guess they're like yeah this this oh this is this is gonna be a chill one. Oh, we good with this oh facts so that's that's what's up and it was a vibe it was it was a really good vibe and it was a fun time i mean we like we just learned just random stuff. It didn't even have to be really Dragon Ball stuff. We just learned stuff about these guys in general, and it's just fun to hear. Yeah, the time just flew by. Yeah. So but- after that panel was done, we kind of just walked around for a minute, and then we met up with Frankie uh, to, yeah. to, to, make, to take pics with her and and the crew. I was just there before they went into the the, the next panel. Which I mean, did we do we like go to that next panel like afterwards, or or did we do a couple of things beforehand? Cause that part's a blur to me. I think we did a couple. We did a couple of things. I think we went back to the ex- we went back to the exhibit floor mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yeah. I don't think no. Here was the plan. The plan was we were supposed to go back to Ranji. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 was texting and feeling feeling some type of way. Cause homie, this is where I never picked up on how weird the shit was getting. Because homie was texting me. He was like, "Bro, where you been at all day?" And I was like. <laughs> What I thought he was joking with me. Like I we passed by and I was like, this nigga really missing us. We was just there. And he was like, bro, I ain't see you all day. And I was like, bro, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so i we we just kept getting busy with other shit and we just yeah. kept going around. We even signed the Mayura wall and everything and and, and the respects and stuff like that. It was on XYZ before we went around anything. I'm thinking at that point. Yeah, we were we were going around. I think we yeah, met we up with Katie food. again. Yeah, we met with Katie and we got food. That's when and that's then when I, I think after the, that's when I, I think gave after, the chicken nuggets. Yeah, you're right. Because I think after we got food, okay, I think that's when we went back to the next panel. 
Yeah, after that, we was like, we dead about to go to Ron J. We was like, hey, Black Panther, you want to go to that? And we was like, yep. <laughs> the nigga texted us midway, are y'all on, uh, on your way? And I'm like, yeah. Well, what happened was. <laughs> kind of sort of. <laughs> and then we saw the Black Panther. We was like, oh, who's up in there? Oh, Black Robin. Oh, all right, there's a chance to see Patty. Went up in there. I saw Patty in the front, and I saw uh, Eunice in the front, and I saw a mad, mad Black folks I, I know. So I was like, you know what? Let's park up in here. And then we saw, we went in there. We was there late, so they was already having a long conversation. And everybody had seats. I saw niggas on the ground, and I said, I don't do that. <laughs> we walked in there. We was like, nah, we don't do that. We pulled out the stools. Holy shit. <laughs> the eyes. The I felt the eyes, eyes behind me. The radiant eyes. Them niggas was on their backs and on the ass cracks and they was looking up and it was like oh my god <laughs> they was like where did you just we're so <laughs> just just like oh man you just I imagine like they waited forever on them lines just to get into this panel only to sit they back ass on the ground and we was like nah too bougie for that and then here we come <laughs> late strolling mid-conversation and we popped that shit out and we was like we don't give a mother crap. and like i said this this panel was just a vibe too frankie was oh, back big time. frankie again hosting talk about back-to-back power and keeping that energy just the same she had that rocking uh she had that hosted she dropped some gems a lot of people was dropping gems back arguments uh, that one, that one, I mean, it was professional, and she took it as a flow in the in the in the Dragon Ball Z one. But this one, this one was free range. This one was free range for people to feel comfy and just snapping on each other. So they did as such. She looked around like, "Yeah, these are my people." All right, yeah. this is what oh, we going to. This is this is this is Rock Lee taking off the weights. That's pretty much it. They said, "Oh, you could be black from before." Huh, unleash the weights. Black, blackity, black, blackity, black, blackity, black. Right, I was like, oh, so as they brought up soccer, I was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, Krillin, the whole debacle. So that, that You're was, Krillin too, y'all. I was, was like, nice. yeah, we really that going here. That was a whole mess there, so. Yeah, that was, that that was, was a fun, great battle. time. But that was, yeah, that was a good time. And then after that, we finally met up with Chatty Patty, and we got our interview that is up on Instagram on a Black Women pod, uh, pod page right now. Uh, but we had interview three, and then we uh, met up with Patty, and she, she just let us let loose. And boy, if there was ever a promo to show what the podcast is like and what our energy is like at all times, that was it. Yeah, that was so much fun. Like I said, it's always like that when we were at Patty. So, oh, facts. There's her, her, you got to match her energy, and you, you know it. And she, she, she knows me from a distance, just like how I know her from a distance. I was at the Japanese fest, and I didn't know she was even there. I just saw somebody dancing from the deep, and there was just a radiant energy that told me that was my friend. <laughs> that was that's literally been our 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 relationship for like the last two years. The moment I see this person's energy and that person dancing, I know that is my friend, <laughs> and she knows the same with me. That's why when she finds me or I find her, we go ballistic because we are two edges of the of the northern hemisphere that just come together, and it's been great. It's just how it is, fate with friendship. Yep, the vibes is always awesome. So, yep. Yup, so that was a good time. Interviewing was a good time. Meeting up with the Black Ramen crew and, and just everything was a good time. That just outside with everybody was just a vibe. And then eventually we got to go go back to Ranje. And man, listen. Listen, that was a whole mess because the moment he the moment I came up, I took off the helmet and he was like, Wait, nigga, that was you? <laughs> and that <laughs> started a whole other conversation of nigga, what what 
you mean if that was me? Bro, you didn't know from earlier when you took my money? <laughs> and so I'm over here cracking up. I'm like, you looking for us? I'm like, dude, we was here already. We saw you. Text- Look, I got photographic evidence. Look. This nigga, was text- this nigga was texting me like a sad girlfriend just chilling from the <laughs> distance. Like, like, what's what's going on? You ain't come visit in a while. What's going down? Like, I don't, I don't, I do not understand what, what was going on this whole time. I thought you knew it was me. Like my same build height, Maurice in the back. Like, bro, like how, how, how you miss me? God, that's what I'm saying. He saw, he said he saw you, but he didn't put two and two together. So, so, <laughs> so in the midst of that, this nigga trying to give me my money back, and I'm like, no, take that shit. It's your it's your birthday, bitch. So we was having a win battle with the twenty dollars and 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 just just going back and forth, <laughs> shoving the twenty dollars at each other like we was having I'm, a money fight. I'm over here just cracking up because I'm like. That's 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 our dynamic for the most part. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, just just that was that was kind of the clearing of of uh, Saturday. Saturday was a whole loads of fun where we literally did nothing. We have not. We, I planned beforehand. I sat there on Friday fixing all all in hope of like what I thought was going to happen for the panels that I was gonna see. And the moment I saw my friends, that shit just flew out the window. I did like we did like two panels. <laughs> Pretty much for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah. So we we did that, and then um, and then for the most part, that was kind of the ending of Anime NYC of day three inside there. So after we met up with Ranche, and um, and he was chilling with Ivan, taking the money and stuff like that. He just we we was hungry, so he went off. Yeah. So then we went and got some food, and yeah, we went to Midlight. Oh, oh, Midlight no. Diners. Like 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 Brie has her tea. I have some alcohol right now with my tea because we about to go off here. Bro, listen. So so I, I'm it, I, my my thing is once again, Ranjay had said after yesterday's debacle that he wanted to try Panda Express. This is day two. We are literally on the way for Panda Express, but we said, but our starry eyes gazed over to a diner, and we all said, "Eh, we've never really done a diner before. Might as well do it." And it was the closest thing to it, so we said, "Starlight Diner, does this sound good?" And we hopped in there. We was we was hungry, hungry in our mind, and then we got there, um, ready to do something. And boy, here we go in there. And it was just an awkward situation. From us stepping in there, it was like, okay, can we get seated? We got in there. Somebody got to us eventually. And then we got seated. And we got seated. And we was waiting. And we was waiting. And we was waiting. All right. And this was the beginning of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Here I go. It's rent time. Yep. So ahead. it all started here with this dog going diner. Yep. So your boy, after being at the con all day, your boy hungry. Yep. Your boy, we your boy ordered him. Uh... Chili cheeseburger and some sweet potato fries. Fries was okay. Burger was a damn disgrace. Fuck all of that. First of all, it took it took them about 40, 40 minutes for them to come to the fucking table and oh. take the order and even bring us water. Our utensils. Oh yeah, I was getting there. Yeah, like I said, to even get this horrible, disgraceful mid-level burger, we had Starting. to wait almost a doggone hour. Yep. Dudes going back and forth, acting like they don't see us. That ass. I don't understand that at all. You got full paying customers just chilling on the side. I'm like, y'all, y'all trying to clear off all your tables, but come on, bro, C- come over, say, walk out. say something. Like he did, took forever to put utensils down. He even have cups. So by the time we got our food, we was like, okay, man, this food. Literally, we was back and forth on whether we should stay or not. Mid mid time, we was looking at the menu, so we was about. 
seconds away from getting up until somebody finally got to us. So for us to have that and then putting our food order in and them taking another minute off of that, I mean, for it to be mid, oh, God. Coles, let me tell you something. This was the blandest burger I've ever had in my life. Yep. As a foodie, I was personally offended. Oh, yeah. I guarantee that because oh my my rap was my rap was as basic as that shit could be. So this this diner already killed whatever vibe I was going on at this point. Yep, I believe it. I believe it. Cause so, we was in there, we was chomping on mid food, and then we was about to go off to another event. So we all leave the diner of disgrace. Yes, mid star mid. And you know we all start to make our our separation uh, deviation. And then we and you co-hosts we head to this after party. Mm-hmm. So we go into this after party, uh, wherever where we set up in at first. When we go inside, there's like one doorman, uh, trying to keep everybody going at the right direction. Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. I mean, it was it was a secret location, so they'd email you at the beginning of the day, tell you where the hell that shit is at, and then that shit gave me college vibes. So once you go to that hotel, they open up and. Uh, there's people there to take your coats and stuff like that, and then after that, you go inside and you turn up the 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 loft or the studio apartment that somebody had set it up as a as a DJ booth or something. So they had that that turning up, and then they had that one window if you wanted to get any kind of liquor, which I mean, they was definitely overcharging you for that small shot level of shit. But I mean, if you wanted to get lit, you wanted to get lit. If you ain't pregame. And you want to get lit, but that that's that's your only option. Yeah. Uh, oh man. All right, here I go, y'all. Let me take my So just a little area they had it and it was okay. Like I said, the shots were overpriced. They was small. They mm-hmm. wasn't hitting at nope. all. I think I had nah. two of them and they wasn't hitting nothing. Doing shit. Close. They're doing shit at all. So we me and my co host were in there. You know, okay, we we vibing. We we're vibing like, for the first thirty minutes. Now the all video content that you see of that with us in that stuff was the beginning of parts when we started turning up we saw i mean patty patty pulled up to the party uh, and in the midst of that in the first 30 minutes they, had, they actually had a dj there playing anime opening music which he was turned up with we got we had people uh turned up with us get the energy flowing you know you know exactly what you want out of an anime nyc after party and the flow was nice. Everything was Gucci. And then the shift came down. Folks, listen. The only reason why I stayed was for my partner and Patty. Yep. Because the DJ at this place failed the assignment. Yeah. He failed the assignment for most of that. Because we, okay. we, we was trying to do some stuff. But it was, I don't even... Yo, did you more, see more any minutes. of the pieces that we took with the damn light? No. See? No, that's more of the bullshit. We're back to this this this, this whack ass DJ. Yeah. Listen, you have one assignment. When we go to these anime themed parties, you wanna hear some anime tunes, stuff that I would not normally hear in the club. Yeah, or the radio. That is your job, Mr. DJ. To Or 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 you supposed to give me some shit that I ain't here before where you merge shit together. Cause you was not doing merging, my guy. The stuff that this dude was playing, he played maybe one or two songs, and after that, it's straight. Regular regular clubs, not even good stuff. Yeah, so as this is going on, I'm the more this is going on, the more annoyed I'm getting. Yeah. And so I'm still, you know, because I'm here. So yeah. I'm trying to make a better paid? situation. Yeah, you pay for it. I'm here. I'm here with you and Patty. So you know, at least I got y'all to keep shit somewhat, keep the vibe somewhat going. So yeah. that dude leaves. 
another DJ comes in. I had a little bit of hope. I said, okay, maybe this DJ would know the assignment is and get together. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was worse than the first one. Yeah, he kept deviating <laughs> off in the system, and I don't know. Like some some parts was 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 uh, they was playing some reggae, but they didn't even hit the reggae points, and then they started switching over to another thing, and they just kept going through generic shit. Like it just at some point it deviated from an anime NYC party, and then it just completely went off into a regular random college laugh party, and I was like, bro, I was not. I didn't. I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay. Where my weave niggas? Like, what are you doing, bro? Where's 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 DJ Taylor Senpai? Like, what's What's, what's going by, on? By the time you got to that point, I was so annoyed. I was ready to call this a wash. Yeah. You, you know was, how bad I, it was. What? I would have took Mega Man. Yeah, it was that. It was that bad because I mean, if we was at that other party with with, with Frankie, would have been would have been top notch. And then the worst part, right? Is I feel like. So I don't know. Something must have happened because the, we was at a regular. We was at a regular section. I don't know how niggas got into the VIP section on the other side of the party because I the pictures and the videos and shit like that we seen coming outside of that party was completely different than I seen. Like niggas was taking pictures of mad like YouTube celebrity RDC World was in there and Black Girls Anime was in there and I had a few homies from um, California. Becca was in there like mad. Man, homies was in there, and I'm like, bro, when did we miss this? We was at the party for the majority of the damn time. Where were y'all at? Where's all these videos coming from? It had to be coming from the VIP section. Because that shit was looking different. That shit was looking different. That shit was looking like, man, shit was going on over there. And I'm like, bro, this is regular degular. They got y'all over here doing. Maybe the anime nigga who was playing actual anime shit was on the other side. That's that's definitely a possibility. Maybe we accidentally got into the live college side of the party. It was just it just mystified, and maybe Patty like was was notified of that shit. That's why she went on the other side. Maybe, but there, there I was. I was trying yeah, to on the list. I, I paid I paid my money, so I was trying to flow whatever the fuck I was trying to flow with the most part. Yeah. But like I had deviation parts where I just stood there and I was like, all right, this this is this is not my scene anymore. <laughs> and then I tried to, I tried to do as long as I can, and then at that point I tried to I tried to tap mm-hmm. out. Which boy, yo, us trying to leave and get our bags, but it was another debacle on top of that. But these niggas are putting wrong numbers and shit. Yep, couldn't find the bags. They they had the nut bags were tagged wrong. Yeah, for about forty minutes we were standing there trying to get the bag back, and I'm like, bro, I'm trying to go home, yo. I'm like, I I'm over this at this point. I'm just looking. Yeah, you give me shit so I can get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go further. They got really bumbled, bumbled the assignment. Right, your, your, your DJs and kill my five. Just look at your hat ain't do shit. So I'm like, give me shit because I'm ready to go because I'm over all this crap. Right. <laughs> So that was just kind of us. So after that, we we we, we got our stuff. And, we, we deviated, and, and that was kind of it. And then they had to kick us while kick us while we were down. Because after we got out of there, we started mm-hmm. seeing the flicks and stuff they oh, put up oh, for the other oh, parties. Oh, and I'm oh, like, please. you know what? Oh, I saw the oh we saw the video of of DJ. T- we asked the whole night, "Where's DJ Taylor Senpai?" Only to find out DJ Taylor Senpai was at the other party. And we was like, and and they looked like they was they was lit over there. And I'm like, they oh, was lit with the light because all I heard was the right kind of music and the right kind of mixes. And I was like, okay, that's how y'all did it. So we should have went there to Clinton Hall because they had space. Still annoyed. It's been like 
three weeks, and I'm still annoyed. Yeah, because because I mean, you don't like to miss out on on these kind of parties and this kind of events, so you trying to you trying yep. to be lit, bro. And that's especially just... now the deal, Mario and Varian decided to show up. Facts. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with other people's parties. So I don't know what the situation with that right about now, especially right. with all that. But uh, all right, so so that we close the chapter on the the, the Saturday uh the Saturday cooking of of that stuff and the anime NYC with the after party combo. Yep, and then we hit the final day. Final day. So I got there once again with my uh, minor cosplay of day three going into Deku. Uh, for uh, Ultimate form with Deku and stuff like that. I colored my hair and stuff like that. I took some time to put a work in. So my morning was kind of diff- different from my co-host because I tried to go in there early, but... Yo, the, the 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 after party fucked me up, and I I decided I didn't take out my pass out of my pocket, so I went all the way to the train, and it wasn't until like I almost got on the train, and I realized, oh shit, <laughs> I forgot my pass, and I'm not going through any lines of situations. I already got my my slave bracelet still on, so <laughs> I'm not gonna go. Good thing I was, I decided to check because I was like, yo, I looked at my neck, I was like, yo, bro, where's my pass? And I kept looking. Looking at my bag like a bad man, and I was right by the train. I was looking at that shit for a minute, and I was like, fuck. I know exactly where I probably left that shit at. And it's in my pants pocket all the way back in my house. Now, if you don't know, my walk from my house to the train station, about 15 minutes. I walked all the way down, and I got right to the train. And in, in that moment, I realized I lost that. I, I, I lost it in some, in my pants, probably, obviously, in my in my house. But I was like, nah, fuck, fuck that. At first, I was going to get breakfast and then head off. But I was like, nah, all right, I'm not going to go back and forth and pick up breakfast. So I just got breakfast, and then I used that energy to pull vote me 15 minutes back. All the way to pick up my shit, only to head 15 minutes back to the train. So already Sunday was starting on the, on the, on another level because I was already fucking tired. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, I checked the book. There really wasn't anything I was rushing out to see. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be there when I be there. Facts. That's literally it. Because I like, don't. Time, I was like, time. you got time, partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I tried to figure out what the fuck I was doing because by the time I got there, for the most part. I, it was chill entering in no line or nothing because I was moseying my way. I was basically when my co-host, my co-host was uh, the day prior. So I just moseyed on in. And then I, I met up with a friend that, that was uh, messaging to, to link up and, and take a flick with and stuff like that. But man, Sunday was too much. Su- Sunday, Sunday was a fucking mess. The, with the other days, we was getting around easily too. I don't know what happened, but everybody got a back fucking... A ticket for Sunday because they was just in there and it was a whole slew of people. So whatever the Omarion was popping, it was definitely popping on Sunday because my God, it was hard to move, hard to shimmy, hard to just do regular shit. And it was just, it was a mess, man. It was a mess. And on top time. of that, we were tired at that yeah, point. That was, that was, everything was irritating. It was like literally I stepped in there and I was like, shit, this is a mistake. Because I was tired and I was just not feeling nothing. So I was switching between groups. I was I went from Will's group and then I switched over to, to Katie's to Katie and Dev's group. But they was taking pictures and all this other stuff and, and we was doing throwback stuff and whatnot. And then after that, I was um uh, me and Katie uh, deviated for the most part, and then we we kind of got food. And at that point, it was just 
Wait, no, you to pop up. Yep. So then I popped up. I met you upstairs. Yep. And honestly, I I can't tell you much of what we did. No, dude, that's it because we was, we was <laughs> and Katie was following me. I was I was trying to figure out what the hell to do. We was going back and forth. We met up with Ranji again, and then we was kind of just dealing with getting slushies and any last minute stuff. We was kind of just running around for the most part. We was we was tapped. It's a, we got we got pictures taken of us and we was looking dead tired like. Like nothing, stri- nothing, nothing more hits the strife the third day than than those pictures because we was looking sleepy as fuck. For real, we definitely yeah. So for the most part, we uh we did nothing but go around and see shit and try and buy shit if if anything was available and take business cards or whatnot. So towards the end of the day, uh, Ronja needed to help breaking stuff down. We kept making the jokes that say he gonna be breaking shit down and people be coming in last minute to go buy something from him and we kept making the joke all the way to the point we couldn't make that joke because every time we'd say a couple of words some other nigga would pop up and try and buy shit so homie was homie was big good that nigga good broke, he's doing that, that nigga big time Ron definitely broke even from the first night and he didn't even count his cash at that point. He was talking about card sales. So my son was my son had big money. I I know by the time I hit him up a couple of days after where he counted everything, I know homie got the big, big because uh, he was doing good. He was yep. making sales with that. Yep, that's what's up. what's up. People are asking for X, Y, and Z, so I'm pretty sure he could put that money to, to major good use. He got his mm-hmm. Patreon page and everything all popping. So he got he got multiple streams, so he's Gucci. That's why he got his plot. That's why he got his spot. It's great to, great to hear. Always great to see. Facts. It's a blast, man. Everybody wants a piece of the, the art, and you you got you to gotta big up your homie. So that's that's always big respect. So shout out to Big Time Run right there. Yep. So we came back around to, to help him break everything down. Uh, we all looked like we was a, a roadie band and managers. So we had that all fixed up, and we was rolling out. And then after that, we dipped. We said goodbye to the, to the con for day three. Uh, we followed Ronje up to where his mom drove and, and just putting everything back. Had that fixed up. And then we went off our way uh, to find food. Now, once again, my last minute ass just tried to see if we could get some <laughs> other kind of food before that fighting the inevitable that is Thanos Panda Express. <laughs> so we yeah. went to, we went to Go-Go Curry, which I hope after a week of like a, a weekend of of them not bringing cuz I legit still think they didn't bring legit Kogo curry over there they had that sidewinder bullshit because that I'm not believing they didn't even put them in the right containers so that's cap but yeah. I wanted to I wanted to see if we could finally get Kogo curry we go in there we were taking off all the spots and like we we out here traveling in the rain and some mixtures that's going down I'm just adamant trying to get us for 3 days my co-host has been trying for three I was trying days. to have niggas branch out, and it just kept failing. And I was like, "Come on, man!" And then eventually, I just let go. I just, I just fucking let go. And then we walked up to Panda Express, and at first, I thought it was so filled. I was like, "All right, it looking filled. It looking like this is about to be an L itself." But then we walked in, and people started to to, to scatter all around. And then Ranjit kept hitting us with the with the quote. He was like. Panda Express never fails. And he was 100% right. It just did not fucking fail. <laughs> as as far as I wanted us to branch out and have different foods and shit like that, it fucking failed. It just didn't. It just it just didn't want to die. <laughs> Mr. Go with the flow. Finally went with the flow. 
Yeah, I, just, I, I was trying to be the man with the plan. I had a couple plans, but all them shits kept getting shut the fuck down. So I was trying to go with the flow of different shits, but but it kept pulling us back to the same old, same old. So I, at the end of the day, it, it's, it was still good. And, and we had a family conversation. It was about six of us in there forming the Voltron, and we was just chilling and joking and just mad recapping on all the bullshit. And, and not to mention our freeing of our shackles. Yes, ripped that thing right off as soon as we left the building. Jesus, man, we was all catching Freeman. We bust them shits and, and hauled ass like freedom! in the rain. In the rain, but yeah, we got Pan Express and that shit just that shit hit. We got extra helpings. It was we was chilling in there. We ate fortune cookies and everything. Every our conversation was so good and so funny, and we was all chilling and have a good time. That we had to remember. That it was third day, which was Sunday, which meant that we had tickets to go see Survivor Series. Yeah, we were going. Yeah, man, that whole time, hell, I was, I was looking at the time more than you were. I just kept saying, "Yo, I, I think we thirty minutes, I guess tops. I, I don't know what's, what's, what's happening. All I know is just having a good conversation. We was chilling for the most part, so we was, we was there with like no stresses and no worries in the world, and we was just laid back. And we was like, uh, "Do you want to go now?" And it wasn't until Henry was like, all right, I got to go home. At that point, everybody was like, yeah, we all got shit to do. So we all got up and started to scatter. Everybody was worried for us to get the Survivor Series while we were just like, we'll get there when we get there. Yep. So after we all scattered, it was onward to the Barclays. Dude, it was a struggle to stay up on that train getting to Barclays. And I wasn't even that long a trip. Yeah, so we get to the Barclays, go inside through the scanning machines. Yep. Gotta explain the stools niggas, and all yeah, the wonderful stuff. The stools as well. In the midst of them checking out the stools, I heard straight fucking gun. Yo, this is the difference between AEW fireworks and and, and WWE fireworks at, at I don't know Barclay and UBS. Yo, I was right by the fireworks in the UBS arena. That shit don't go off like gunshots, but these things be throwing it up like they fucking robbing a bank. Sheesh. <laughs> that Becky Lynch just shook the shit out of me. I was like, yo, why should it sound like gunshots? They doggone it. It's like, disrespectful grandma came with the peace. Shit, man. Calm down with your sounds. I, I didn't even know if I wish it be peaceful. But man, y'all niggas won a war. Y'all just, Becky went in with her shit, and I didn't even remember Becky having fireworks. You know you gotta go big with the fireworks. They love, they love them things. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So at this point, we get inside to our seats, and Charlie versus Becky is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, we went to the bathroom during Charlie. Yeah, because we, we didn't care at this point. Yeah. We didn't care about all that, Becky. Yeah, they already started scrapping and shit like that. By the time I got back to my seat, niggas was hollering, and I almost told yeah. them to shut up. <laughs> I know they paid their hard earned money to cheer for who they cheer for, but I was in a grumpy mood at that point. I, I was like, Let them nah, cheer, Carlos. Nah. Let them cheer. Nah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, I was about to be like, bro, shut up. Let me sleep. And I was in that corner sometimes half knocked. You sure were. I was still away. I still had some energy left. So I was watching the show. Nope, I was deviating. Whatever happened at some points deviated. Some matches deviated. I needed a recap of what was going on. And not uh, to mention, not to mention, pizza gig. Yeah, that pizza smell definitely woke me up when I was dozing off because you know at that point they didn't did woodsy dirty. Decide, niggas decide at the worst point to to, to pull out pizza hut pizza and the smelling yeah, ass got pizza. Too. Yeah, and the smelling ass pizza and all the bullshit that was happening, throwing that out and giving us a big whiff, and I'm like, all right, now I'm hungry. 
I won't beat you. <laughs> Fucking mind control ass niggas. Right, and then we get to the point where they did did, did Big E dirty and then they sent us home. Yeah, they sent us home without that shit and no fucking rock. Oh, right. They were so, so my Vince some dog in this stupid ass egg. Listen, fucking egg nonsense and all this shit. All this non red notice ass. And then, and then the kicker was them talking about the rock on Instagram and all I see is a like from the rock. I'm like, nigga, where you at? He knew it was up. Snigger, this nigga posted on Instagram something about a sandwich and liking WWE posts but not showing up. Nigga did more for impact. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, oh man. It was after that. I was I was big mad. I was bored and sleepy. And, and my co-host got got home in two point five. And I saw that train and it said delay and twenty minutes and all that shit. So you know what I did? I big flex on these niggas. I pulled up that fucking store. I was ready <laughs> to go home. When when the when the place was packed in there, I pulled out the fucking stool again, sat on that train, just boom, like I was about to play the Mongos. <laughs> so so that was that was kind of just it just ended. Each each night I got back around like two o'clock pretty much for no fucking reason. So mm-hmm. each time I, just, I was just fucking tired. I was just tired on that. So but but on the hope of hopes, thank thankfully my, my coworker, uh my co my um my supervisor convinced me into uh taking off the, the Monday because I was gonna try and cl- crawl my carcass into work that Monday, but I, I I ended up getting that Monday off so I could just stay in and recover and sleep. Yep, so me I did not do that. But mm. p- positive is that I work from home so I didn't have to go too far. So I just went over to my desk and yeah. Did my work. Put on meeting and put on no camera. It just passed. Yeah. They were, I, I'm sitting here like I'm sitting in my desk at my chair right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> exactly. So so now we deviated off into uh, day four. So this is the Monday of our epic weekend and the final day of it all together. Anime NYC is closed up. Uh, Survivor Series bullshit was done. Uh, they had Monday Night Raw the next day, but they was not getting no more of my money out of that bullshit performance. So they had that going down. Uh, I had my day off, so I slept for a long while. Then I eventually woke up feeling definitely refresher um caught up on some stuff mm-hmm. and then eventually got to the point where we was heading off to the event around the same time yeah man so my co-host was all refreshed over here and so we went to the danger pal and friends well yeah. even well before that i got you hooked on on some new stuff so we oh, met yeah. up we, we was trying to eat and then i, I pulled up to k-town Woo. And then we got them Korean dogs out there. So after we had gotten them Korean corn dogs, and I put you on to that new new. After that, we went off to the event to see the Dave Chappelle show. Now this was our well, this is my first experience going to a comedy show of this magnitude to have kind of this kind of setup on the locks of the phones. So when we came in, you know, I was adamant on trying to get that picture on what was going on up on top the wall because we was trying to figure out what kind of show was going on just in general like we came in there to go see dave and then they said dave with friends and and they was doing the whole documentary and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i was trying to get the layout before we went inside so once we went through the the machines then they asked us uh if we had uh any of our phone materials and watches and stuff like that because you had a couple of stuff locked up i only had uh the one now mind you i've never had this experience before yeah so, so neither of us did then i already completely blind with this. Like I said, you got the flick before they cut the thing off. Mm-hmm. Got an 
I was trying. I wasn't fast enough. I had to try three times. When they said, yeah, you got folds, I was like, yeah, I got folds. My watch, so they gave me these pouches, and mm-hmm. we put our folds in there. I put my watch in there, and they, they locked them, and you couldn't open them. I was like, oh, this is different. Oh, yeah, this is... This is how they keep stuff when the wraps and all that stuff. So we got in there. After everything got locked up. We got them uh, special types of masks they handed out. Mm-hmm. We went all the way to our seats. The seatings was nice. But once again, people was annoying with the back and forth in our sections. Like every time people got up and left our section, they disappeared. And another round of people showed up. So I never knew who the hell was actually sitting at our section, to be honest. Yeah, man. Every time I'm like, who are you? You were here yeah. earlier. What's up? It's weird. It's like they sold their seats about five different times to five different sections of people. So I don't even know. Shit was extra confusing, but I just knew it was sold out in there. So I don't know where everybody was going. Yeah, man. But that shit was wild. Yeah, that shit was wild. But starting off with that whole routine, Jeff Ross came up on stage and he was the roast master general between him and DJ Trauma playing the music out and everything. And Jeff Ross, I knew I was familiar with the names before him doing his roast masters on uh, uh, Comedy Central and stuff like that, but I never really paid attention to him like that, but I mean, that night, already off rip with Jeff Ross, we heard some wild shit, which already proved to us why they had to lock up our phones already. Oh yeah, because less people would have been canceled left and right. Oh yeah, 100%. 100% right off. And speaking of canceled, the second person we had up was Ronnie Chen from Shang-Chi. He was the guy speaking, talking about he speak ABC, and he was on the level. He he wanted to be canceled. He said, make him famous. Send yeah. him back to Singapore. Yeah, he's like, send me back. Send me back. I'll be rich. Right. <laughs> Yo, he, had me he, said, he said the only thing plus about America is that you can make dick jokes for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his whole mood on that. So Ronnie Chen was nice on that. We had the Jabberwockies. So shout outs to my homies in Cali. Uh, TJ was up here. I, I didn't even know the Jabberwockies were going to be doing it big, but they had their wild performance showing it all law for the folks that was some good stuff then mm-hmm. right after that jeff ross came back up and then he roasted the crowd members and man that shit was a trip picking those people out i knew the moment he picked those people out i knew this was going down and then when he saw a big boy in the captain america sweater oh my god yeah he was the beam just rubbing his hands like yo oh, i got something here today said, he got something he got something right he went down the list and started frying each one of them niggas but my highlight was really when he talked about if uh if old boy in the in the captain america sweater wanted some of the white girl i think her name was pam and he turned around Stripper. and he was hmm yeah, he, he was like, you want some of her? He was like, mm, she aight. And we all died in the crowd, man. I was weak. My son gave no fucks energy to a whole new level, and she felt so disrespected. Yo. Oh, my God. We was dying. Yo, the way she looked at him, she's like, really, my nigga? Facts. <laughs> Facts. The way how they was guns blazing with him the whole time, and he had one in the chamber ready for somebody else, and that's she was great. It was awesome. Yeah. So after Jeff Ross had his secondary roast session, right there we got into the documentary, and the documentary was, I think, about an hour, hour thirty minutes, probably going through everything. And it was, it was a good documentary, uh, giving its perspective on Dave saving comedy pretty much throughout the the pandemic and and his local uh, markets and stuff like that, feeding stuff between the the industries going on and making sure you know sh- mom and pop shops was keeping alive and 
having everybody in the community together. It was mad cameos. Mad people came out to the comedy show to, to give. Like, if you was in that area, you was blessed in comedy because they was mad people coming down. They was keeping everything as safe as they could possibly do. They was going back and forth to all the stuff. Donnell Rollins was a highlight of that whole shit. Every time Donnell Rollins showed up, he was wilding. <laughs> he was definitely wilding, show, showing some of that heart of him being the dad and stuff like that. But he was definitely wilding. Mad jokes going down. But uh, respect to Dave throughout that whole situation, just keeping the whole community alive, going through hating ass white folk, trying to shut him down, going through a whole policy. I feel really hurt about that shit. That it was like, it's so realistic that it was like all that shit that happened that tried to shut them down and they finally got the okay and then right after that people started spiking with the COVID. Sun turned their whole place into a tourist spot, a destination to go to. Of course, you're going to have haters, and boy, they was oh, yeah. hating. Oh, that was white hating. man was, that white man was on his hippie white nonsense shit on his bike, hating, just hating from the other side of the room, man. Really? It's like, I'm like, but in the end, you know, they went out, but like you said, as soon as they was getting rolling, bullshit came. Oh, yeah, the bullshit police. Mm-hmm. They was being extra with all that shit. That shit was annoying as hell. And yeah, Dave had all the precautions. He was oh, all yeah. the precautions. And it's oh, like, it, was it still those. happened. He's like, dang, you were with all these precautions? It still <laughs> happens like hi y'all just it was keeping straight on the great path and narrow and shout outs to dave's wife man she that was like one of the first times we talked about his wife all throughout all the comedy but that mm-hmm. was the first time i seen his wife like really really interactive and she was really holding him down especially when homie needed it my son was sweating working on x y and z and all this other shit and his wife would come out and try to handle everybody and keep everybody calm and, and make sure Dave was okay. Like they, they, that's why he gave respect to his wife at the end of each of these comedy shows because she really is the rock. She be holding them down. So that was a good documentary. That was all good stuff. A lot of people started shifting and moaning and stuff like that. I was there to see uh, when they told us we was out, then I'd be out. Man, people was bitching and moaning because they couldn't get at their phones or whatever. And they didn't understand what was going on. So by the time documentary ended and we went back to music, some niggas, I think, probably was trying to leave or something like that. So I was kind of confused on that shit. I was like, I'm waiting to see Dave. <laughs> and apparently y'all not, y'all ain't paid to see Dave. I paid to see Dave. Yep. I don't know about that. Shout out to DJ Trauma because he was holding oh. it down. Oh, DJ Trauma played the good music. He tried, so when he said he was better. trying to turn this shit into a club, that's how we rock. That shit made up any low balls of that whole weekend. That shit made up for that boo-boo after party, all that other shit. We, we, we was turning up for that shit. I would have took DJ Trauma at the after party any day. DJ Trauma was better than the after party and Survivor Series. So he was he had the tunes bopping. It, it was lit, <laughs> very lit. And then after that, Dave came on stage for his small segment that he did for like his jokes for like five ten minutes. My son was going in on every like he went like the, the five ten minute set that he did there was almost funnier than his last special because homie was just going straight hit after hit after hit and just going straight into it. And then his last joke lead into the introduction to our next you know, concert piece of that shit. Cause he was like, he was talking about, uh, pronouns and stuff like that. He's like, this is one pronoun I remember from back in the day. And then he introduced her and boy, man, when I tell you, and like I said to you, I, I turned to you at that place and I was like, the moment her came out, I was like, man, can you go, can you go hit me for this? And I, <laughs> I, I let her know later about that. She's big man. Her played the big music, the big, no, the big song. So she, she had her five performances. She was singing, dancing, playing on the drums, playing on the bass, bass, guitar, all that shit. She, her she was, was going everything. Ahead. 
Yo, she was she going, was going ham, and I'm like, she was oh, going okay. Extra in. And then right after that finished, Dave came back and spit some more jokes out there. And then right after that, he brought in the legendary Rakim, and Rakim was going in, spitting on the mic, going back and forth, mm-hmm. even to the point that freaking Dave started spitting shit back at him. I was like, okay, Dave, you feel like, yourself today. Dave was here. He was I'm like, oh, okay, Dave, this what we doing? That's what I'm saying. He was spitting ball for ball with Rock. Kim, that was that he was well equipped and well ready for the day, man. So after Rakim had finished his set, Dave came up to hit the jokes again. And then in the midst of him doing his stuff, he brought on Fat Joe, who then who go Fat Joe had the whole place rocking and popping like this, yes. no more. And then he brought on El Debarge. And when El Debarge came on, I did it again. I turned around to you and I was like, not only is Kenya gonna kill me, her family gonna kill me because they love El Debarge. <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. Once El Debarge came up on stage, and that was it. They kind of shut out on the music for for everybody else for the rest of night because all i know was by the time we left that place all you heard for the rest of the night was everybody singing Ooh, and i like it like <laughs> it was definitely popping out with that shenanigans so they had them maneuvers on deck and then after fat joe and elder boss had exited we left on stage with dave and a spoken word from the prophet he shut that down for us yo he came in with the mean spoken word just like he did on the documentary shut it down had them white people spook swoop <laughs> Now, oh, they, at they, this point, they, if it would have ended here, we would have been good. Oh, yeah. But it did. Nah, man. Dave made jokes, and he was like, all right, I got one more for y'all. And at this point, I mean, I know how his relationship with most Def is, and I thought he was getting us raring going for most because I was like, all right, he kind of the only one missing from this ensemble, and Mose is definitely a New York nigga. So I was chilling back, and I was thinking, oh, yes, it's nice to have most come out. He was like, now nah, we got to get the legend big legend out here we got to end on a grand grand start and then out of nowhere he was like i got it for y'all Buster bus Buster bus Buster rhymes hit the stage for the finale and we went crazy son took me back to 98 i'm like yo jeez man yo i wasn't y'all went Buster came up on stage and started doing every big hit man we lost the arc Friggin' minds. Everybody on there lost it. Yo, it was, yo, that shit was epic. <laughs> it was, what a way to end out. So that whole day set was perfect. That shit made up for any low balls of that entire weekend. Cause not only that, but after the show, we got the fixed pizza gate that pissed us off at Survivor Series. Went out, wore our nice masks. We got the pizzas. We was fed real good. And that ended the weekend of fun because that was one way to go out. We came outside. I didn't know what time it was. We went in about seven. We came out about close to one o'clock. I was feeling myself. I was feeling so good. I had work the next morning, but it was, I ain't even give a fuck. I had the relaxation of the day and everything just came together kind of perfect in that situation. Yeah, it was such, that whole weekend was such a roller coaster. So many ups and downs, but we definitely ended on an up. Yeah, big up. Such a good up. That was a, that was a big set on that. So that's fire in general. So that's good. And I closed the book just in general with all the good situations going down with that. So that was fire. That was really an epic time of a weekend for us. Yeah, it was. That was one for the books. <laughs> one for the books. And hopefully uh, looking down the line and, and the following, we got more, you know, super great adventures coming up for us to hop on and chat chat about down the line. Yeah, man. Look, the world needs to let us be great. Damn it. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's true and true. Since the 
world wanna wanna be playing games out here. Right? Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. So closing the book on that for our previews for the next episode. Okay, people. So next week, when you guys hear the next episode, we will be officially in 2022. So happy new year. Mm Mm-hmm. And you guys will be hearing our retrospective on Cowboy Bebop. Yep. Took me a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't knowing you were talking about that or the other thing. But yeah, so the next episode you should hear after this is the Cowboy Bebop retrospective. Yeah, so we, uh, we reviewed episode <laughs> one of the OG anime. And, and the live first episode of live action, which has been canceled, by the way. Yes, so interesting take and interesting concept on looking at that should be coming soon to y'all. It was here for a good time, not a long time, folks. Pretty much, but we'll go into definite detail on that. Uh, you can find us or you can get at us on our email set up at blurredbynature at gmail.com, Facebook and Instagram at blurredbynature, Twitter at blurredbynature, N-A-T-U-R-E, YouTube at Blurred by Nature Podcast. Um, you got any last messages before we hit the outro? Everyone just have a safe and wonderful rest of your year. Have a safe New Year's. And we look forward to putting out more content for you guys in 2022. Facts. Blurred by Nature about to go hard in 2022. Y'all about to see major growth. You, <laughs> y'all only saw the start. Y'all gonna see the growth coming here, man. We got the growth coming. But on that note, Thanks for joining us today from Black Thought to Nerd Power. This is Nicholas, Mr. Go With The Flow. And this is the man with the plan, Maurice. And this was another edition of the Blur By Nature podcast. Till next time, everyone. And deuces 2021. Out 2021. Peace. Peace.